Hello, welcome to Codependent and Shit, Conscious Dating and Relating. Um, I'm just recording this really quickly because I just want to be fully transparent with you guys about where I'm at, what I'm going through, and where I'm going because I'm going somewhere. Um, Finally. So, full disclosure, um, I've been chatting a lot about (laughs) on here, about my most recent relationship with what I, who I believe was a pretty much textbook narcissist, borderline sociopath, and unreeling from that, but I have to be fully honest that um, I I used to talk a lot on this podcast about someone else I was seeing off and on for years, three years, um, and not even seeing officially, it was my situationship, I have episodes about him, about being obsessed, just obsessed with receiving this man's validation, of getting him to finally like think I'm I'm enough to give me a chance at a real relationship and so I haven't really shared what transpired with that and I'm gonna be honest and tell you guys how how I thought I was handling everything <laughs> by taking off to Hawaii um I just got back um I never ended I mean I no my situationship I ended it I I when I got into my when I realized things were getting serious with my most recent ex, I told my situationship. The man who told me left right million times. I don't want to, he didn't want to be official. He didn't want to be exclusive and that I should always keep the door open. I asked, should I date other people? He always told me to. So I told him, hey, um, I met someone and I didn't even really expect him to. I thought it might be a little upset, but man, this, he came full throttle with like calling up crying upset telling me he loves me he realized all this stuff and to me I'm trying to be happy in my new relationship because at that point I didn't realize what a nightmare (laughs) that new guy was but I wasn't even like able to enjoy it because I was at the same time hearing this person who I wanted so badly before telling me all the stuff I wanted to hear which is pretty fucked up. Um, and, I, but it, it, I still tried to give it an honest chance with my, with my new relationship. You know, I had to, I had to, cause I already, I was there for years waiting around, you know, for that guy. And I had to do what was right for me. And so I did. And the thing I did that wasn't right or okay I thought I really feel that bad in retrospect because this guy was a nightmare. Um, was I never stopped talking to my situation shit when I was in my new relationship. I always kind of kept him there. And I think it was because part of me wanted to keep him there because I kind of knew on some level my relationship wasn't going to work out because it was just problematic pretty quick. But I also, it was hard to let him go because we have history. We've been doing this for years. And there's something about my relationship even though it was serious and we were way more serious than me and you know situation shop ship ever got that was harder it's easier to let him go because it was so short like it was only five months less than that so I I've struggled to let go of my situation ship still 
And to hear him finally utter the words that I dreamt he would say. You know, saying I'm finally, like, he's realized uh, he loves me. He realized I'm enough. He realized, oh, I'm, how great I am. I was like, I never let those words go because I finally heard them. But words are, are fucking nothing. Words, talk is cheap. Talk is fucking cheap. You know what? Only language that matters is action. And what do actions say? Read their actions. Don't read their words. These people in general will tell you anything you want to fucking hear. Anything. And so after my relationship ended, I thought, okay, you know, he's going to be willing to want to like give this a chance now. He realized that, you know, he's probably going to be like, okay, I get that she needed to see if it worked with that guy because I wouldn't give it a chance. But that's not what happened, dude. He totally still acted like I did something so wrong by going and being in this relationship, by doing what was right for me for once. And, like, not being a doormat anymore. And being like, you know what? No, I deserve to try this. Something that seemed worthwhile with someone that wanted to be with me. He acts like I cheated on him. He's I've seen him twice. And he every time I've seen him, he is just... He's so angry. He's, like, sick to his stomach about it. Like, acts like I cheated on him. I didn't cheat on him. He didn't want to be with me. But... I've just been, since my relationship ended, which wasn't the move, I shouldn't have done this, but of course I was like, yeah, I want to be with him now, like, he wants to be with me, right? But he didn't. All all I did was put me back at square one, where I started, like, two years ago, with wanting this same guy's validation again. I'm still fucking doing this. I'm still chasing him. And whether he wants to admit it or not, because he doesn't, I... I feel like he just found a new excuse. It's like, now that I'm available, of course he doesn't want to be with me. Because he only wanted to be with me when he was losing me. It's just bullshit. And I just hope that if anyone's in that kind of situation that you realize that this is just a game for these people. It's a cat and mouse game. And it's not authentic. And as much as it hurts me to have to realize that not only was my relationship fake with my ex that I just was with I have to accept that there's similar qualities about my situation even though it was years and I feel like there's this loyalty in the years I don't know but that doesn't change that it still wasn't real it still is for him at least and I don't even know how I feel on my end it was just a game it's just a cat and mouse game so my my uh plan of dealing with all of this shit I've been going through was to just take off to Hawaii. I've been dreaming of going to Hawaii for years and I finally was going last year and then my mom died out of nowhere like a few days before I was supposed to leave. So I obviously didn't go on that trip. I tried to go two more times and the very last time I was going with my situation ship which was crazy he even agreed to go. But granted, I was paying for the flight. Like, God, fucking ridiculous. <clears throat> but he was, he was, we were going together. So obviously when I abruptly couldn't go, I got COVID. And I also winded up getting into a relationship pretty quickly. I didn't expect that to happen. Um, he was so upset. And so, you know, I've tried to like keep him in my life and I had him take me to the airport which was a terrible mistake terrible because all it did was set me off on the most fucked up foot for my trip 
I'm like, yeah, I'm going solo. This is what I need. You know, God obviously wants me to go alone, not with these, with these uh, other people that were in my life. <clears throat> so I'm going alone. And I had him take me like an idiot. And we just argued because he still acts like, you know, I'm this terrible person for dating when he told me to date. He acts like I cheated on him. I didn't cheat on anybody. And it just set me up on the wrong foot and made me feel pathetic and and like I like I back in 2018, you know, going crazy over him again and um I still was like, you know what, I'm going to Hawaii. Once I get there, everything's going to be better. Everything's going to be better. And I went and saw the things I've dr- I've been dreaming of. I've had pictures at my desk for years of just these scenes, these of Kauai. I was there looking at it. I was doing these things I've dreamt of and I was so empty at everything I did. I was in the most beautiful scenery, my dream place. And I felt the most empty, I think, I've felt in so long. And I realized, like, all I did was bring my shit to Hawaii with me. All I did was try to, I had this expectation that just because I was going to this place that all of a sudden all my pain and my grief still with my mom, everything was just going to go away and nothing went away. I just brought it to paradise. I was just sad in paradise. And I don't know how to cope in healthy ways. My coping is to drink or to take pills or to just get fucked up. Um, or, you know, I dive into a new relationship. I dive into a man. I dive into something that just an escape. I don't deal and... In Hawaii, I just drank every day by myself. Every day. It was sad. It was just sad. And, you know, I was still kind of talking to my situationship, and his communication tapered off. He starts to send me one-word text. It doesn't really... Just back at square one. Like, doesn't really give a fuck. Exactly, he didn't give a shit to talk to me. And I was just like, what the fuck am I doing? How could I get myself right back where I started with that man? And it's, I'm just always running. I'm running. I'm always running. I'm never dealing. Like, I've been in therapy. I've been working on this shit. But I'm still never, I don't stay sober. I don't stay sober to to heal. And I'm trying to heal from a ton of abuse that I went through my whole life. Like, if you had a narcissistic parent, you have a lot of years of that to unravel. And... I don't think I truly was even able to start healing until my mom died because they say you can't heal while you're still being abused. You can't heal while you still have an abuser in your life. So um, next month will be a year since my mom died. And I, I don't remember this past year at all. I've just been on survival mode. And I mean... That's part of why I got into this relationship with that narcissist guy. Like, I was so vulnerable. I was not sober. I was abusing Adderall when I met him. That definitely impacted my decision because I'm just, like, high. <laughs> and um, I stopped that. I did manage to get sober in my relationship, but that was only because I was trying everything needed to 
please this man because he really convinced me I was the problem. So I was like, okay, I'll get sober. Okay, I'll get sober. I mean, and I wanted to get sober, but I wasn't ready. I wasn't doing it for the right reasons. And I also was, there wasn't longevity with staying sober when I was in an abusive relationship because the second we broke up, I went right back to drinking and finding Xanax and because I don't know how to deal with the pain. I don't know how to cope. I don't know how to self-soothe. And I'm a strange, I'm not even strange. I'm, I'm, I'm the type of alcoholic type of user that it's like spurts, you know? Like I just binge. And I can go to days without it, weeks, um, without alcohol at least. And I can go to a dinner and sometimes just have one or two, but... Then I also will binge, and I'm usually binging when I'm going through something emotionally. And I don't know how to cope, and I don't know how to navigate this pain I'm in, this grief about my mom, this... Just everything, just this desire to just run away. And so it was in Hawaii, on my second to last day, no, it was my last day there, that I realized, like, I can't. I can't do this on my own anymore. I've I've gotten therapy, but it's like I need more. I need to get real help because I felt so empty in Hawaii. I just had I had legitimate suicidal thoughts. I just felt like what is the point? Am I always going to be this person? And I'm done. I'm done. So I started making plans in Hawaii to get help. And I wanted to make sure I get arranged to go pretty shortly after I got home. Because I know I will try to talk myself out of it. But I'm going to rehab tomorrow. So, I don't even know how long I'm going. But I'm going. um, Because I really don't know how to stay sober on my own anymore. Um, I don't know if I ever did. But I definitely don't at this point. I don't know how to navigate the feelings. And... I just been fighting to not be this person anymore so hard the past year. I'm like, I want to change because in the initial moments of my mom, I found out she was gone inside the hospital. There was a voice clear as day. It said, you have to get sober. And I was like, why is this coming through right now? What? And then the voice was just kind of like, you now it's time to get sober. And I, st- I was kind of like, what? Why now? Like, why Why is my mom de- being dead the marker for now why I need to get sober? And it didn't make sense to me. And I tried to get sober since she died. And I fail and I fail. And I tried getting sober before she died. And I fail and I fail. And I try to do it alone. I try to do it alone. Or I went to meetings. But it, that's nothing was that enough. Like, I need, like, intensive help. So I'm finally ready to just surrender to getting help and that's just been a common theme with me even leaving my relationship that was abusive turning abusive was like getting help with support with that like finding support groups and I've made connections with women that understand me to they just get me they've been doing they they know how I am because they were me and they're proof that you can get out of it, but you need support and you need to be okay with that. Admitting you need help is okay. 
I think part of why I never was wanting to go to rehab before is because when I would reach, when I would tell my mom, because, and that's who I would go to when I'm struggling, you know, whenever I'd tell her, like, hey, I need to go somewhere, I need help, I need this, like, she kind of would downplay and be like, well, who's going to help with your son? Who's this? Who's going to, like, act like it's kind of impossible for me? And I think on some level, she didn't want me to get better. And that's a a narcissist parent type of thing. Um, I don't think she wanted me to get better. And because when now when I'm trying this and I reached out for help, the people in my life were like more than happy to help with my son. They weren't like, who's going to help with him? It's not doable. Like it's all doable now with my mom gone. Like why? That's so crazy, but and fucked up. But it just felt like I couldn't get help. So now I'm just doing it. And I'm so fucking scared. I'm so nervous. I'm so sad to leave my son, even though he's going to come visit me. And that makes me sick to my stomach that my son's going to come visit me in a fucking rehab. But at the same time, my son's only six. And I'd rather him come visit me now than when he's like 11 or when he's older. And I don't want to do this through my 30s and my 40s. I don't want to be washed up and still fucking in the same cycles, dating the same shitty people the same issues, same self-worth issues, and the same abuse of substances and alcohol. I'm so done with it. And I know there is this life on the other side of this party life. This, not even party, because I don't even party anymore. I just use, I just drink. I'm not even partying. I'm not even having fun. I'm just drinking alone. I'm drinking just to, to drink and numb out and it's not fun, but it's all I know. I was I created an entire identity around drinking and and that's who I am. That's who I've always been. And it was it made me feel accepted. It made me feel enough. It made me more out I mean I'm more I'm outgoing, but I made me even more outgoing and and wild and people liked me because I was fun, you know, life of the party and it's just been my identity and it's like it has to go and it's okay to admit that you can't do it. You can't get sober by yourself. Because I have friends that have done it. They get they just start going to meetings. And that's great. I'm so happy for them. But I'm so far deep in pain and grief that um, I can't do that alone. I need severe <laughs> help. Because um, I just, I don't want to do this anymore. And I don't, I want to be here for my son. And my son deserves a sober mom. And I know there's this person I can be and it's just is going to require my old self to really die so I got to take the deepest measure possible the farthest measure I've ever gone finally I'm 30 years old and I'm just finally doing this and I've been struggling with this for I don't know I started drinking when I was 13 12 yeah um so yeah that's where I'm going And I don't know what to expect, and I don't, I just try not to have any expectations, just have an open mind. I'm scared I'm going to freak out, want to leave, it's probably going to happen. But I'm doing this for a reason, and um, I'm just finally done. Because no matter how far I go, I always end up back here. No matter how far I run, I always end up back here. I always am back at myself. I have to face myself. And I just can't run from her anymore. So I don't know if anyone out there 
needs to hear some encouragement. If you if you're struggling with the same stuff with these relationships that are addictions in themselves, they're chemical, they are addictive, they are drugs, they are another form of drug. You're getting dopamine rushes, you're getting the same push and the push and pull it, it it's an addiction it's a chemical addiction and um if you're struggling with that and with substances and drinking and you think i can't do this alone take get help reach out for help don't be afraid to take the help help is the way out i spent so much of my life just dealing with the stuff in isolation i was like no i'll just i'm fine I'm, I'm, i'll figure this out i'm gonna figure it out i'll drink and eventually i won't care anymore it doesn't go away. Nothing goes away. You have to just buckle down and realize I need other people. I need other people and I need to get help. So that's where I'm at. And a trip and running away and moving away and buying some new thing isn't going to fix you. It's not going to make you feel better. It's not going to heal you. And it's all, it's all going to come back. It's even if temporarily it helps, it's not gonna fix it. And um, I don't want to act like my trip was a total loss. I went with this expectation, like, yep, this is the thing. It's gonna help. I'm gonna, I'm gonna come back fresh and fixed. But what I really did was go and hit rock bottom in Hawaii and realize that I'm in rock bottom, and realize that um, just how far gone I am emotionally and mentally and just that I need to finally just come home and get help so I do see there was a purpose to the trip and it wasn't a purpose of going to you know enjoy myself and come back great it was to go realize the darkness the reality of the situation so it wasn't a great trip but it still had a purpose Um, and I hope I go back on different terms next time so yeah, I'm leaving going tomorrow. So I probably won't be recording, obviously, but I'll check in with you guys when I come out on the other side. All right, love you.